Hey, my friends. So in this episode, I tell you my story of loss and hope, how we lost our precious four-year-old son, Sam. This is a very raw, emotional episode. I couldn't make it through without crying. Anytime I go back and revisit my story and that time in my life, the emotions, I can still feel them like I was there like I felt him that at that time I made it through <laughs> but it was a it was a rough one but I wanted to share with y'all what brought me here like why I'm here why I am I started this podcast and specifically why I launched the podcast on September 22nd of 2022 the number 22 is very significant in this journey See, Sam died on 10.22 p.m. And when we were at the funeral home, he was going over the details and he asked out loud what what was the time of death, just more to himself. So he was looking at his records and he said, oh, 22.22, which was like military time for 10.22. And Isaiah 22.22 says that God will shut a door that no man can open. And open doors no man can shut. And this verse would bring so much peace to my heart because there are so many times that me and my husband would question, is there something else we could have done that would have allowed Sam to still be here? And so God, being the loving father that he is, knew that we would be questioning that. So Sam's time of death was 22-22, meaning that There was nothing we could have done differently that God shut this door. We couldn't have tried to open it again. And in fact, we went to the neurologist after Sam's death just to kind of see, you know, what happened? Could we have done anything different? And they give us a parking pass and they stamp it so we don't have to pay to get out. So when we left, I gave him the parking pass and it stamped a number. And you probably guessed it stamped the number 22. So when I was looking at the calendar, figuring out a date to launch, and I saw September 22nd, 2022, I knew that was the perfect day to launch this podcast in honor of my precious Sam on 9-22-22. I pray that this episode blesses and encourages you. Hi, my sweet friend. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mom of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us. And that's why I'm here. I know how you feel, that all-consuming pain and grief, the sleepless nights wrestling with the question why. That's exactly how I felt when we lost our four-year-old Sam. And it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. Isaiah 43.2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Not if you go through deep waters, but when. And my friends, that means sometimes life throws you a curveball. Sometimes you get into waters so deep that you feel like you're drowning, like there's no way I can get out of this. 
And this is my story. Sam, he was a typical boy. All energy. (laughs) And so funny. Like, he made us laugh all the time. When he was two, he started having seizures. They started out minor. Uh, Actually, we didn't even know the first one was a seizure. He just kind of stared off into space, and I was like, well, that's weird. But, you know, as time went on, I realized that it was seizures. We took him to the neurologist, started him on medicines. Uh, It was a roller coaster of emotions because we started him on the medicine. We just knew he would get better. He didn't. So we upped his medicine. We knew he was going to get better. He didn't. We upped his medicine and on and on. We kept having this hope that maybe this dosage is the dosage that will stop his seizures. As time went on, his seizures started changing. At the beginning, he would have a seizure. We would have to take him to the hospital. And then the next day he was fine. In between the seizures, he was a typical normal boy. Like you would never even know that he suffered with seizures. So when they started getting worse, we weren't really sure what was going on. On June 30th, 2017, we went to our church's parents' night out. That's basically a time that our church would watch the kids, feed them, Uh, They would play with them and let the parents go out on a date. They do that once a month. So me and my husband, we went to Cracker Barrel. We had a good dinner. We came back, and Sam was being his typical self, running around, being crazy, rubbing icing from his cupcake on people. That night, they had a blow-up water slide, and they told me that he just was sliding over and over again down that water slide having his the best time I remember my pastor's wife got a video of him he had slid down the water slide and his pants fell down as he was going down the water slide and she got a video of him she said Sam what happened he said my pants tail down (laughs) little did I know that that was the last picture or video that I would have of Sam alive because The next day, he was gone. It was July 1st, 2017. He had to have his seizure medicine at the same time, in the morning and night, every day. It was time for his night dose. And I went in to give him his medicine, and he was laying on the couch, face down. Uh, I thought he was sleeping, so I was going to have to wake him up to give him his dose, because he couldn't miss his dose, because... A seizure could break through. And when I rolled him over, he was having a seizure. And with his seizures, he threw up almost every time. And so he had thrown up. And I immediately realized that this seizure was different. He wasn't breathing. Um, I yelled for my husband to come in to the room He immediately started performing CPR, and I called 911. And the girl who answered the 911 uh, had me stay on. 
so she could talk me through the process, like what my husband was doing until the ambulance got there. Now the ambulance and the fire department at this point knew us by name because we had to call them to our house so many times with all the same past seizures. But again, this one was different. At one point, one of the workers pulled us off in a room away to ask us questions. But looking back now, I realize it was probably to get us out of the situation because it was he wasn't breathing. They were trying to get him back. So they took him to the nearest hospital. And I got his bag and I packed him a change of clothes, got him a new blanket because I knew when we brought him home, he would need a fresh set of clothes. So I got all that ready. We went to the hospital and they took us back into a room and we just sat and waited. The next moment that happened forever changed my life. Me and my husband were sitting in that room and the doctor came in and said the six words that changed my life. Sam is no longer with us. The pain that consumed me at that moment was immediate. I began wailing. My husband almost passed out. He fell to the floor. I remember my brother-in-law came in the room and I clung to him just wailing and weeping, not wanting to completely believe what the doctor said. And I I guess I kind of was not believing it until I walked in the room and I saw my baby laying there on the bed. Sorry, guys. It's been, at the point of time of this recording, five years, and it's still hard to relive this moment but I remember walking in and grabbing his little hand and looking at all the freckles on his face and on his hand I wanted to memorize every part of him because I knew when we left that hospital we'd be going into a world where there was no Sam And the thought of that crushed my heart. Eventually, we had to leave. And my family ended up getting us a hotel room that night so they could go to our house and kind of clean up after what happened. So me and my husband got there, and eventually we fell asleep. And I got maybe an hour or two. And I woke up, and I will never forget this feeling because... In those first few seconds when I woke up, I didn't remember. And then it hit me all over again that my baby was gone. And I went to the bathroom because my husband was still asleep. I got in the shower and I just cried and wailed and the pain and the heartache. It was consuming me. And I asked myself a question, how in the world... Will we ever be able to survive this pain? The next week brought so many hard things. On top of just processing that my baby was gone, I had to go to the funeral home, plan the details of the funeral. 
I had to pick an outfit for him to be buried in. I had to pick out the pictures and the songs for the memorial video for his funeral. I had to walk in that church that day. And I had to see my baby laying there in the casket. Not full of life and joy like he normally was, but just still. And then I had to watch them place my baby in the ground. But y'all, every single moment from the time the doctor came in and told us Sam was gone, through everything I had to go through that week, Jesus was with me. I could feel him holding me, like literally physically holding me up. At the funeral, I can remember walking in and seeing Sam and, of course, losing him. And then I could literally feel Jesus picking me up and pouring his peace over my heart so I could make it through the next few hours. I could not have made it without Jesus. But unfortunately, our story of loss doesn't end here. You see, about six months before we lost Sam, we decided we wanted to try to have another baby. Month after month went by with a negative pregnancy test. So when the time came to take a test after we had lost Sam, I wasn't expecting anything. Like we had just walked through the biggest loss we had ever experienced. But a little less than two weeks after losing Sam, I had a positive pregnancy test. I was ecstatic. Oh my goodness. We have a life after such a loss. But then a little over a week later, I started bleeding and I realized that I was losing the baby. And for the second time in our journey, I asked the question, how in the world will we ever be able to survive this pain? Over the next six months, we went on to lose two more babies. Um, we lost the last one a few days before Christmas, and then I was done. I was done trying. I was done hoping. Like, I was just done. And I needed to heal. I felt like I was on the ground waving the white flag of surrender. I could not take any more loss. I couldn't take any more pain. I couldn't take any more heartache. But God wasn't done with our story. Since that hard, dark valley that we had to walk through that was filled with so much pain, after four boys, we've since then welcomed two little girls into our family. So in answer to the question that I've asked so many times through this journey, how in the world will we ever be able to survive this pain? His name is Jesus. He held me all the times that I wept so hard it literally swelled my eyes shut. He's carried me every time that I felt like I couldn't take another step. Through these years, he's picked up every single piece of my shattered heart and put it back together piece by piece. This road we've walked was definitely not in my plans, and it's been so so hard. But God's shown us his love and his strength 
in ways that we never would have experienced had we not experienced such deep pain and loss. And while I miss Sam with every beat of my heart, I know that he's walking with us as we keep living our life. I can feel him with every sunset, when the breeze blows, and the birds chirp, and the waves crash. I know he's cheering for us to keep living every moment until we join him in heaven, and he can run up to us and give us a big Sam hug and say, Welcome home. Hi friends, I hope this episode blessed you. The best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar plus bonus journaling pages and scripture cards all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend.